Welcome to Come On You Spurs TV, where we discuss everything Spurs. Today we have two guests, and we are going to be discussing post-Antonio Conte Spurs. I've got two guests, like I said. You'll find out who they are on the other side. In the meantime, Come On You Spurs. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, this is Common Use Plus TV. If this is your first time here, subscribe to the channel. If you haven't been here before, leave a comment and let us know you're new. And also, uh, leave a like as well. You know, if you like it, we'll keep giving you really, really good quality content um, regarding Spurs and football in general. And also, if you want to get notified anytime we go live, uh, please click on the subscribe button. Sorry, click, click on the not notification bell button, and that will let you know anytime we either go live uh, or have a video uh, release. Uh, with me, it's a, it's a good day today. It's a good day on many levels. I've got Chuma Aregula here. Uh, I mean, I call Chuma Aregula because he's an in-house guru. I've also got a special guest today. And is not is I mean everyone in the Nigerian sports family knows him as Alexander Gamble. I'm calling him Mr. Gamble. Mr. Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, sir? <laughs> greetings, my brother. Greetings. Nice to be here, man. Greetings. Greetings, Mr. Chuma. Ahilo, Soji Ahil. Ahil. Nice to be here, man. Absolutely fantastic. Now, Chuma, Chuma, it's good, good to have you. How are you? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm super, I'm super blessed. I am especially blessed to finally see the Honorable <laughs> Alexander Gamble. You didn't give him the full title. It's Honorable Alexander Gamble, H A G, the hack. <laughs> see him in the flesh. You know, it's, it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of meeting, meeting Nigerian football royalty. So I'm very pleased to be here today. Right. Um, yes, I, I, I'm pleased. I apologize. It's Honorable Alex Bangler Gamble. Our hug, you know. Yes, that's Honorable uh, <laughs> Gamble. So for those of you, especially those on the Nigerian Sports Forum, right? Um, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, seen, you've, you've heard Mr. Gamble, well, you've seen him already, his text, you know. But now you get a chance to actually see his face and hear his voice. So yes, welcome we're, we're, we're here. Right, you, Conte so is gone. Hmm. Now, I know that, I mean, this seems to be so much going on at Tottenham these days. I mean, the last month has just been an absolute nightmare from this Tottenham perspective, you know. Um, first, you had all the rumours of him going, him not going, you know. He was ill, you know. And out of all the cup competitions, we lose or withdraw at Southampton. And it's just been like... I mean, Bedlam and all sorts of things going on. People are saying that, oh, he's going to go. He's going to replace. No, he's not going to go. You know, he's going to stay at the end of the season. And there's a lot of uncertainty. But it was just a lot of negative vibe in the air in, in, in Tottenham. And um, I'm pretty sure that has, an, that's a, that has had an effect on the team as well. Because, I mean, if you have a team where your manager is, I mean, his future is uncertain, it's got to permeate down to the to, to the players, surely. What, what, do, what do you guys think? 
Go, go in Chuba, man. Go in Chuba. Let Mr. Gamble go first. No, no, no. Let Mr. Gamble go first. Guess the guest goes first. <laughs> um, what do I think? Um, I personally think, um, you know, I've always said it anyway. I personally think the players let him down. As much as I'm going to obviously blame him as well, you know what I mean, because of the style of football we're playing lately. But with me, you know, I'll I put it more to the players anyway. That, that's just that's my take anyway, more to the players than Conte, really, you know? Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I, I, I hear you in terms of, of whether or not it's obviously the players to blame in, in the panel analysis of what led to his exit. But what, what I was saying was that, look, if you think about it, right, if you have a lot of uncertainty in the air in terms of um, fan discontent, plenty of rumors in the background as, as to you're, being, you're going to be replaced by somebody else, I'm saying that that's, got to, that's bound to have some sort of effect on on the team in their performance. And because, I mean, if, if they play well for him, he may not be here next season. So why am I giving all my all? Because he's going to be gone very soon anyway. You know, so that, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what I was trying to say. And I know that, okay, some people might say, okay, at the end of it, it's... Um, there's so many factors that affect a, a, a manager's livelihood or how long he's going to stay in, in, in a job. I mean, look at um, Nagelsmann, who's become available now for, for Real Madrid. I mean, sorry, for, for, from, um, from uh, Bayern Munich. Now, he won the Champions League. He won the Champions, Championship last year. I mean, Bundesliga last year, right? The second in the league, right? I think a couple of points behind Dortmund. They are in the quarterfinals of the Champions League, and they have a very, very good chance. They beat PSG home and away, you know, and under a 35-year-old manager who has done absolutely fantastic. But guess what? He still got the chop, you know. So it's not necessarily always about how well the team is doing on the pitch, but also things that go in the background. And some will say that okay, people like um like Nagelsmann and the club that he plays for, they expect they expect to win every match and be at the top of the table. On the of the to, to, to the end, but we don't have that in our DNA in, in Tottenham, so I guess it's a little bit different. Sorry, I mean, Chuma, you want to say something? I can see you nodding your head. No, no, I, 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 I agree with you, but the, the thing for me is um, with with Tottenham, I don't think the board had a problem Conte because the board just want to be fourth, qualify for Champions League, go as far as you can in the cups. The only problem was. That Sheffield United match annoyed club because they felt we had a chance to beat Sheffield United and go further. Nothing would win the FA Cup. But so many teams are already out. You know, City, um, Arsenal, they're all out. So it's like, this is your best chance of... And they felt he fluffed his lines. Even though illness permitting, you'd say. But that was the case. But beyond that, there was nothing there like... Everything he did, where he started shouting about the players, he's held things back. Your brief was to come forth. It wasn't to win the league. If you can get as close to the league as possible, brilliant. But it was fourth, and he was fulfilling it. So I don't understand why he chose to explode the way he did, and that's led to that's led to the fall. I think the board were not going to do anything. They were not going to renew him. But they weren't going to sack him. They would have let him see out the season. And then now it's turned to this unfortunate event. You know, I do I blame the players like Mr. Gamble said? I I don't blame the players. 
because I think they got tired of, I think it got tired of him and you could see it. They got tired, like last season it worked, but this year it wasn't working and he didn't want to change. And I think the players just said, nah, unless he changes. And he refused to change. And because of that, you can tell when players, they just, yeah, they just get tired of something. And I think they got tired of his, his ways very quickly. So we are in a post-Conte era now. Conte is gone. It's for us to look forward and see. Okay, fine. We had, we had a debate uh, the other uh, the last episode about um, who we think the next manager should be. And all the guests on the panel, including myself, uh, were rooting for Pochettino. Now, things have moved on a little bit now. In the past, there was speculation about who should be the next uh, or I mean, the Conte hadn't, hadn't been sacked by then, but it was pretty certain that he was going to be sacked anyway. But he, but the chop fell after that episode was recorded. So now we are in proper post Conte era. Now, what what do we watch? What, so let's first start with a. What should Tottenham be going for in terms of a manager? Because we've seen what I call the two extremes of potential. Um, management models, if you like. Um, model of going for the extreme, for, for the, um, well, well, we see maybe maybe a third, third version which we ha- we didn't really exploit because of our financial situation. Let me explain. So the first option would be go for a an elite manager and obviously let him do his magic and run the team with whatever tools you got available, which, which we did. It, did. it didn't work, right? Um, we did it with the with the model of where you get a really good up and coming manager who can work with squads and who can sort of transform um, teams with limited resources, you know, and make it go as far as possible. We saw that with Pochettino, um, that got to the end of its te- of its um, uh, term when we had the stadium construction thing going on. We had to go over to Wembley and. We were really strapped for cash in, in, I mean, as far as we could tell, you know, from the uh, from the from the club's finances, right? And the third model is where you get a superstar, uh, pep-like coach, give him all the money and and the tools he wants, and let him just run free, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, maybe unless you get a Qatari takeover or a a, um, <laughs> a Saudi takeover, maybe, with that that that's going to be stuff of dreams for now, you know. But for now, so what what models you you guys think we should be going for? Well, you want me to come in? Yes, yes, please. 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 Gamble. All right. Okay, okay. I, I think um, we should go for a manager that got the experience of the Premiership. That's number one. Then number two, a manager that is used to the that 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 has an idea of the of the Tottenham style of Libby government. If you understand what I mean by that, you know what I mean. So. Nigel Mansell, yeah, is a young, vibrant manager. Nigel yeah, Mansell, oh my God, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, uh, for those, that, for those of you who don't know who Nigel Mansell is, right? This is a big point by well. Tottenham fans uh, <laughs> on a Tottenham for- forum, <laughs> and they've renamed Julian Nagelsmann Nigel Mansell. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nigel Mansell is a young, vibrant manager. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he's done, he's done good. He's done well with um, Bayern and all that. But honestly speaking, 
I will go for Porsche, you know. Seriously, I don't know. My heart just said Porsche. Experience-wise, it's more experience now. Yes, it's left the premiership as well, but at least it's more experience now. And in those the Tottenham set up. So I, I would think Porsche would be the right guy for us right now, anyway. Just my thinking, anyway. Right, uh, Mr. Chuma. No, I, 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 I completely agree. I, I love Nagos, man. I mean, I'm a tactics guy. Him and Pochettino are very good tactically. But it's like, it's like Mr. Gambo said, the same thing we said the last time. Pochettino has managed two teams in the Premier League, Southampton and Tottenham. So it's not just one team. So he's, 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 he's blended in more. And he understands. And then he understands Daniel Levy. And now there's more money available than when he, during his time. That's my personal belief. There's actually more money available. Now, whether we have a director of football, that's another story. I don't know if he can work under those guys. In fact, I think it's a blessing in disguise that what's happening to Paratici is happening to him because Pochettino said he didn't like working under a director of football in England. So hopefully this sways it in his favor because if we get rid of that director of football structure or, as I'm also hearing, it's rumored that his former director of football when he was in Espanol, a Spanish guy, is one of the people that uh, Daniel Levy is considering. If Daniel Levy gets that guy, everything looking like he's paving for Pochettino. It's only Real Madrid we have to fear. But I, I, I want Poch. Personally, I want him. I want him, but I think he can do so much better than he did the last time. Interesting, interesting stuff. So... Again, we're back to Poch again. I mean, <laughs> like we didn't leave from the last conversation. So, so I mean, so I know we have um, other options in quotes, right? We have Luis Enrique. Well, when I say options, as in quoted in the press, you know, Julian Nagelsmann, uh, Luis Enrique, uh, and other people who were like what you might call fringe names um, within the fray as well. And, but there's rumor also that um, Poch is trying to hold out until the end of the season, which is the reason possibly why um, the, uh, we had to have an interim arrangement. Now, let's just go back a little bit to the interim arrangement. Just, just, just have a look and see what, 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 what that looks like. I mean, so for me, I, I was actually surprised by that arrangement. And I'll tell you why I was surprised, right? Now, everyone knows that um, Mr. Levi is what I call a bean counter is an accountant, right? He always looks at the bottom line. And the bottom line, in most cases for us, from, from where we are now, <laughs> is almost it's a question of us being guaranteed Champions League football going forward, um, at least for the next few years. A, from the point of view of A, being able to attract obviously good quality players. Some people will say that, will argue that maybe sometimes you are like the man of this world or the cities of this world, whether or not you're in the Champions League, you'll get attract good players anyway, you know? Um, but we we are not quite in that league yet, and the only way we can attract top 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 five players is if we qualify for Champions League, you know, or or Europe, you know, as as a minimum. Um, um, also that if we don't have the uh, sort of uh, sort of um, uh, if we don't have the revenue, right, that Champions League gives us, it puts our financial structure maybe at limited risk because. It's based around okay being in the top flights of, of 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 the league all the time. Now having a new manager coming, having um, 
an interim manager almost doesn't guarantee us being able to finish in those positions given where things are at the moment that's one right but we all know that in football or in life there are no guarantees you you get what you make of it right so i you gotta go out there and grab the bull by the horn so there's no there's no guarantee that you end up uh in whatever position whatever is put in front of you you play them and play them to win however if you're saying a system is broke or is broken right why do you have the same setup um essentially without the head uh, staring it and expect to have a different result or a different outcome because if you are confident in the first place in my view about Conte's ability to lead the team uh, uh, to the end of the season, right, uh, and get us what you want us, want us to get there, then you have left him there. If you want confidence, you know, then get rid of him, not just him, but also his backroom staff. I mean, I don't know what you guys think. Um, Mr. Chuba, what do you for me, personally speaking, I think keeping his background staff apart from his brother tells you that Antonio Conte had problems with the players. The, or the players had problems with him. Uh, I've heard rumors since he since he left that certain players told him they wanted to be more attacking, but he didn't listen. I've heard the story of before every game they run two kilometers or something. Hence the reason during the first half they are very slow. I've heard that as well. So it's like, I think Stellini, the players like Stellini and they like the rest of the coaching staff. They, they loved his um, his friend that passed away, Ventroni, the Marine. They loved the Marine so much. But Antonio Conte himself, I think, was a very device, divisive person because he's a winner. It's the same thing as Jose Mourinho. These guys, in order to be, you know, in order to be a winner in a certain way, you have to be, you have a certain level of arrogance and a certain behavior that some people can't stomach it because they're not built like you. And he's built in a certain way. And I think it robbed them the wrong way. And the club looked at it and said, the staff isn't bad. Even if to assist Ryan Mason or Ryan Mason to assist them, it would still make, it would still make sense. So it's continuity, but from a professional standpoint. And like you said, Daniel, Daniel Levy is a bean counter. Think about it. Imagine having to pay off like six or seven people in one go. But instead, let them see out their contracts earning weekly salaries till the end of the year. I mean, that's just that's just very good business sense from him. That's my opinion. Well, well, I, I think um, holding on to the backroom staff was a wise move anyway, because these guys have um, they've worked with these guys all through the season anyway. So you know they are used to the players and. And the players are used to them as well. And if I were any of these new managers that we are actually thinking might come in, I won't really actually walk into the team now. I'd rather wait till the end of the season and start my job on the end of the season. So I think with Stellini and Mason, that, that that's a good move. But let me ask you guys one quick question. Okay, so supposing Stellini, Stellini and Mason play our kind of football that we don't talk now to play, in quotes, yeah? And they win all the 10 games that are left. You know what I mean? What will you do if you are in the position of leaving? <laughs> I, 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 
I wouldn't offer him the job because I think even though he's coaching us now, it's with the permission of his boss, Conte. I think Stellini doesn't want to be a number one, especially not in this country, especially not for Spurs. If he becomes a number one, it's kind of like, you remember back in the day, we have our old old boy, Chris Hutton. Chris yeah. Hutton was similar to that. Chris Hutton never became number one at Spurs. He was always number two to other people because that's what he is. Then he went, he became one at other clubs. I think Stellini can be number one somewhere else. The Tottenham job is is bigger than him. I, he can win those 10 games. I, I don't doubt it, but I just think the job is bigger than him and he needs somebody with Premier League experience. So that's the only reason why I wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, true. And that's a very interesting point as well. I mean, you made Mr. Gamble in terms of us, I mean, him being offered the job, um, you know, and I think the, the dynamic there is more, okay, 10 games is fantastic, right? But you've got to look at the bigger picture. And for the bigger picture for, for leaving now is we have to win trophies, whether we like it or not. Whether, even, if he, even if he wants to do this, uh, qualify for Champions League fourth, Thing or you know the fans will have his head, you know. So everyone's crying out for trophies because we're uh, we are like the butt of jokes everywhere, you know. Um, we have uh, the the the, um, the narrative about. I mean, imagine Harry Kane winning, um, sorry, being have breaking records left, right, and center, and you still have the narrative of him not having won any a team trophy, you know, and forgetting that football is actually a team game. It's not an individual game, you know, it's not an individual sport, you know. It's like he can <laughs> you single-handedly play all the football and, and, and score all the goals and defend all the goals as well and, and be the goalkeeper, you know. So it's, play, it's playing a team and um, so you have all of that to, um, to consider. Also, you also have to think about the fans as well. I mean, the fans, whether we like it or not, I think... At the end of the day, they are craving for uh, what, what, what we know as the glory years again, you know. And I actually think that, in my view, and I know that we have, um, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's an expectation that Pochettino would, would return at some point, you know, and, and, and that's all good, you know. And I also believe very, very strongly, you know, that when, when he does come back, we're going to see a different Spurs entirely. And that Spurs that we'll see would be one that is, A, uh, front foot, you know, because we've, we've shown not only this season, but in previous, but I mean, not only this season, but at different, different times last season as well, how we can be an attacking force on the front foot and causing, causing I mean, um, problems for teams. Look at Son, Kulusevsky, Kane, and Richard said, that is a lethal front four, you know? Yeah. However you cut yeah, it, yeah. you know? And I, I don't know, those teams, those those four guys, maybe with the exception of maybe Richard you right? Who work into most teams, you know, um uh, today. So and and so it's 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 a really, really I mean it's it's having that sort of um background or that sort of attacking force, but we just don't seem to be making good use of it at, at some point. Mr. Campbell, I, I know you have this um um this view when, when it comes to um uh, Kulishevsky and he, him being not not particularly great or being an average player and all that sort of thing. We had that argument on, on the forum. Uh, and I'm yes. and I'm wondering where do you stand in, in terms of um um our front four? I think 
Mr. Mr. Chuma got knocked off. I think we'll we'll have him back in a minute. Just one second. Let's see how how that works. I think he's back. Right, Chuma, you're back, aren't you? But your yeah, mic is muted. Um, I think your mic is muted. You need to unmute your mic. No, no, it's, 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 it's off mute. Right, Can you hear beautiful, me? right. It's off mute. Right, uh-huh. So I, I was saying that um, we have a little front four, Richarlison, Kulishevsky, Son, and Kane, right? And those four, in my view, would comfortably, I mean, be either first or second choice in most teams in, in, the, in, the, um, in the Premier League, even in the top half, you know, okay, maybe maybe not the city of cities of this world because they've got, you know, they've got a different... Um, a different kettle of fish, but for most other teams, they will, they will feature comfortably without question. So I'm saying with that front four, our style of football should be a lot more positive. You know, what, what do you think? Well, um, well, uh, well, the top four on paper, the top four, the, the top four look good. They, they are good. I'm not going to say they are not good. You know, I'm saying to you, well, this is this is not typing now. This is live. TV, this is reality talk now. I'm not going to say they're not good. Yes, they look good on paper and they are good, yes. And 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 in all honesty, I'm, I'm going to be fair on these guys now, seriously, you know what I mean? I believe that they still need to play together, you know what I'm saying to you? I, still, I believe that they still need to get used to playing together, obviously. Maybe the tactics so far hasn't worked for them, you know what I mean? Because this is no joke. I'm not going to say, yes, I said they're average players, like Richard Singh, and Kulicheski, you know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that they're not good players, you know what I'm saying to you? But I think we still need to give them time. I personally want to give them time, you know, to 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 be in the team, you know what I mean, and, and get this tactics and formula of playing together. Then maybe then we're going to see the best of them. Outside being average, like I normally say, they are good players. I'm not going to lie. Richard C. Kulicheski, Kulicheski is only 23 anyway, you know what I mean? So he's still going to learn. He's still learning anyway. And you can see the potential in him. You know what I mean? So I just think with time, you know, blending together, they're going to be a strong force. That's what I think anyway. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> th th thanks for that. Uh, Tuma, you're laughing. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy on live TV. The horrible, the horrible Alexander Gamble has said they're not average as such. They're good. And I'm happy. I'm pleased. I can, I can rest now. But no, but he's 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 right in the sense that for me I think um, they haven't played attacking football together. I think the tactics did not favor Son, even though he took advantage of it last year. This year the clubs have found out that he's not running behind, so they just wait for him. He gets the ball on the left wing and they just hold him there. And Son has been, but when he comes on as a substitute. By that time, the defences are tired. Kane has dropped deeper, and they're just pushing balls. And and some scores. Richarlison, I think, has been very unfortunate. I think he should have started certain games that Son started. In fact, the games he did start on that left side, he created goals for Harry Kane in the Nottingham Forest game. Certain games he should have played up front as well. You know, I, I just felt the team wasn't attacking enough. And if they try to attack more. But they were always defensive, defensive to a point. And yeah, I just think the front four is good. I wouldn't say, like you said, I wouldn't say they would get into Man City. But but the thing I've always said, and I've said this to some Arsenal friends and family members, I don't think Arsenal's side are special or more special than Spurs. You know, I'm looking at their, their striker, Jesus, let's say he's starting. 
Saka, um, Odegaard, Martinelli. And I'm looking at Son, Kane, Richarlison, Kulisevsky. I'm like, they match up well. It's just one manager plays a very attacking brand of football. The other manager in Conte, he doesn't really play attacking football. He reacts to what you do. And that reactive thing, if you don't get it right, specifically perfect, it won't work. And that's what's been happening to Spurs. You'd have a game where we can't connect. You know, the, the, the passes aren't touching each person and then boom, 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 they're attacking us again. But yeah, I think I think, I think I, I'm willing to see what's going to happen at Everton. I'll be very pleasantly surprised if Stellini and Mason change tactics or they change the way they play that same Conte tactic. I believe there's a way to play that more attacking than what we were playing before. Well, there's um, there's the view that um, the system that Conte used at three at the back may not necessarily suit us uh, for a number of reasons, and we haven't quite, maybe not mastered it, or the players' God hasn't quite uh, fitted well into the role. Um, however, um, we have the opportunity now, if you like, to to vary uh, tactics or, or system, if you like, to uh, take into account um, not just the play that suits us. But also that's also to give us the opportunity to sort of change stuff when the games are not going the way that we want them to go. Um, but my own, my, my little, I won't call it a challenge. What, what would be interesting to see would be where we are now with the injuries, right? I mean, I think, as, as I understand it, I mean, we have um, Davis is out. Um, um, Mr. Emerson is out. So we've got from having four right backs, <laughs> we're down to one, <laughs> Pedro Poro, you know, <laughs> uh, because Jet Spence has gone out on loan. Um, Doherty was sold, and um, Emerson, who was like backup or Peru was not the backup, uh, there's only one them, one of them now. So it gives a bit, a bit of a challenge for, for, for from that perspective, right? On the left hand side, Sessignon is injured, and uh, Davis is now injured. Uh, Perisic, I understand, I understand pulled up. At the weekend or during the week uh, in this game uh, for Croatia, but according to Salini, the reports are saying that it's just a, a slight knock and he'll be back and available for the game um, against Everton on Monday. So, but again, it doesn't leave us much in terms of backup um, should things go wrong. Um, isn't this an opportunity for us to sort of evolve into a back four, if you like? That way, we can sort of have Romero and maybe Dyer. You know, and have uh, Poro as uh, right back, and um, who do we have a le- left back, Langley. Langley, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, it, it's 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 um. So they 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 the conundrum. But um, is is Poro a full back or a wing back? Question for you guys. Mm. Well. <clears throat> I'll say full back, you know. I don't know, but that's what I'll say. I'll say full back instead of the wing back. That's that's what I'm saying. Anyway. Full back. That's what I'm saying. Um, really. Chuma, you probably have a different different perspective on this one. I, 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 no, I, I, I think he's a wing, wing back, back that can play full back because he's played it before uh, in Spain. He played it before. That's why Man, Man City bought him as a right back, but he just had very good offensive quality when he moved to Portugal. Came and out and out wing back, but he's he can play full back, and I think it's I think it's easier for someone like him as well. He's very quick, 
he's quite skillful as well. And it's just the physicality maybe that upset him a bit. I think he can play fullback. And I think Longley can play um, left back because I've seen Longley bring, bring the ball forward a bit, you know, and defensively is good. So it's possible he can play. It's kind of like what um, Pep Guardiola does the same thing with Laporte, does it with Nathan Ake as well, where there are centre-backs that can just go and they do a good job. So I think if push comes to shove, Singlet, as he's called, on the group, I think Singlet can <laughs> Singlet can do a job. Interesting. Shout, shout, shout out, out, shout out, shout out to Zeus who, who nicknamed someone someone else's child Singlet. Anyway, so here, here we are now. We we are in the post conte era. Our first match is away at Everton. We have a bit of an injury crisis because um, across the back, we've got quite a few injuries. We've got Cecilia uh, and Davies, got um, Emerson injured in the midfield, Isuma is injured, we've got um, Bentanko also injured. You know, um, So, thankfully, our front four are all available for selection. Um, so, yeah, so that that's hopefully would um, uh, blunt any. Any any attack from Everton, so I I okay, so Everton are fighting for their lives, right? We'll, we'll come. We'll, I mean, we'll have to do a separate program on, on the on the match away to Everton, but I mean, for now we know that we're away to Everton on Monday Monday night football, right? And um, this is this is what I call the the business end of the season, like where we really can't afford to lose any more matches. We've lost nine games already, unbelievable nine games already. You know, it's a it's, it's a miracle we're still fourth. <laughs> So, taking this era uh, forward up to the end of the season, where do you see us? I mean, are we going to get fourth, or where 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 where, where, where does the season end up, Mister Campbell? What, what do you think? Well, you're talking about our position. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Where where would end up at the, at the end of the season? Yes. Yeah, I, I think I think we can do fourth. I, I think we can do fourth, really and truly. I think we can do fourth. You know what I mean? Why why, why do you say that? Even if we even if we end up six, I don't mind. But I think we can do fourth, man. Yeah, we can do fourth, man. Looking at the games we got left and everything, yes, I think we can do fourth. Okay, so we have a couple of a number of well potentially difficult games in that run, right? And unfortunately, I don't have the um, the the graphic showing our next round of games. Next game is against Everton. Now, Everton, we we traditionally do well there. For, I mean, we've done well there for quite a long time. So that for me is not. Well, on on paper, if you like, you know, we're not, um, we shouldn't be too worried about about that on paper. However, you and I know that football is not paper, you know, and um, reality can it, it can sort of um, it can it can change very very quickly. And after that, I think we have, um, I think it's Brighton we have at home. Let me just make sure that it's Brighton we have at home next, right? Now, for me, everything can change very very quickly. If if you think about it, I mean. Um, one second. So, sure. In the meantime, where, where, where do you think we'll end, we'll end up? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, come back to this. I, uh, I'll run, I'll run I in a minute. I'm, 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 I'm with Mr. Gamble. Anything between four, from four to six. Personally speaking, and with no disrespect to the to, to the side, I think maybe being out of Champions League might be a kick up the backside for a lot of them. 
um, even the club as well. If we kick off the backside, he doesn't leave it to make sure he gets it right. Getting Champions League now, after all that's transpired, is like scant reward for a season where we could have finished higher up if we had been better. We could have had a very good cup run, if not won a cup this season. My personal belief, after preseason, I expected so much. And yeah, so fourth, fifth, or sixth, I think either which one of them is merited because we haven't been the, we're, we're not a top three side. We're barely a top four side as well. So whatever we get, four, five, and six, God forbid, even lower. But the, the best thing is, like you always say, uh, Soji, you always say points on the board are better than games in hand. So we have points on the board. So all those other teams that have two games in hand, Brighton, you know, United, all, they have to win. They have to go out to win. And the more you go out to win, teams can hurt you. You're muted. Yeah, I said my mic was sorry, my, uh, sorry about that. My mic was muted. So coming back to to our run of games towards the end of, towards the the uh, business end of the season. I mean, in this month alone, we were facing Everton away. Uh, the next match has has us um, against Brighton at home, and then we go away to Newcastle United, and then we host uh, Man U, and then away to Liverpool. So. A lot of tough matches in that run, you know. There's no, in fact, there's no easy match in that in that sequence I've just listed now. You know, uh, they're all tough games on paper. You know, but what I found with with Tottenham is that almost like we're almost like the classic when the going gets tough, we get going type team, right? But we only fall down when we play the teams we're expected to <laughs> on paper beats. You know, <laughs> Q Q. Last last season, we beat Man City away, you know, last minute, night fifth minute winner by Harry Kane, away to Burnley, damp squib, we lose one nil to <laughs> to a goal, but I can't remember who, who scored that goal, you know, um, and then this this season, I mean, we kill Man City. Next thing you know, um, we go away to Leicester, we get thumped four one, <laughs> you know. And then we 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 we, we battled against um, I can't remember what team we played against and we, we beat them. Next thing again we, we go to Wolves and then we get unlucky and then we lose one nil. You know, so it's just been starts and stops. We haven't been quite consistent in terms of I mean going on a, on a run. So we haven't had quite a run this this season. So I'm a little bit um, worried from that perspective. I mean, so that that's 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 the only what I call. Um, a bit of trepidation, if you like, you know. But apart from that, I mean, knowing knowing us and how how we battle, those are sort of things that's like, yes, the things that we sort of, I mean, write off. So yeah, hopefully we'll. we'll, we'll I, th I think we can do fourth this season. I'm, I'm hope I'm very hopeful. If we if we win all our matches, if we win all our matches, who knows? We might even come third, you know, or even second. <laughs> well. Optimus Prime, Optimus, Optimus, exactly. Optimistic, optimistic, I know, right? I know. Yes, you have to. Anyway, anyway, let's look at let's look at it this way as well. All right, let's say, let's say the players got fed up of Conte. Yeah, let's just say, okay, the players got fed up of Conte. Okay, Conte is gone now, and we've got ten games left. You know what I mean? So, if these same players got fed up of Conte, then obviously. 
they're going to want it. You know, I'm saying to you, which means obviously now they're going to, you know, they're going to want us to believe that. Listen, we told you guys that the coach wasn't really actually doing it for us. So because of that, we're going to play our hearts out. So I'm thinking that really actually Conte living now, you know, I'm saying to you, is an advantage for these players to actually prove themselves. So let's see what they do. You know what I mean? Let's see what they do, man. Because if I was in their shoes, that's what I'm going to be doing. So you know what? This man is gone. I'm going to let the fan base, we're going to let everybody know that this man was a problem. You know what I mean? And 10 games ago, they should be able to at least grind out results like we've done from the beginning of the league anyway. You know what I mean? So let's see what happens, man. Okay. So, yeah. So optim optimistic everyone around, all around. So we're looking at... <laughs> So I think I've, I've become I've, I've I've infected everyone with my optimism, right? <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's been amazing having you guys, and we're looking forward to the end of the season with great optimism. Mr. Gamble, it's amazing having you. It's honestly, it's I can't even, I can't even say awesome, awesome, awesome. I mean, uh, having you is just a, an honor, you know. Yeah, and uh, we, we hope we we'll get we we'll get you on on more 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 episodes in in, in the future. You know, um, definitely. Final, final, final word before before we before we round up, <laughs> Mr. Gamble. Anyway, yeah. um, I, anyway, listen. Good luck, Spurs. You know what I mean. I love Spurs. Forget about the typing. You know, the typing is different from reality. You know what I mean. I love Spurs. <laughs> you know what I mean. And I want us to really actually, honestly, from my heart, I'll prefer we finish fourth. But if we finish sixth, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean. So come on, man. Love, love from my heart, man. Love, 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 love. Same thing here. Um, I want. I, I really want the players to come out and take the handbrakes off. I just feel they've been playing within themselves this season. And I want the handbrakes to come off and treat the 10 games like 10 finals and show the fans that, look, as much as we think it's doom and gloom, they're actually quite better than what we thought they were. You know, if not, they would have proved everything that Conte said in his press conference right. And I think those players, I think they have a lot more pride. So yeah, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to those games, and I think it could be a very positive ending, in spite of what's happened before. So come on, you Spurs. Thank you so much, Mr. Chuma, Mr. Gamble. Amazing having you guys. I mean, like I said, we all love Spurs, and yeah, we want the best for the, for the team. I know, I know there's a lot of negativity out there. Um, both in the press and uh, I mean, yeah, rather, rather, rather problems as well. I mean, we we seem to have become the butt of jokes, and I mean, we even have journalists making up lies about about our players and mutiny in, in, in the ranks, you know. And thankfully, Richardson put put that right um, during the week, and but it doesn't stop people from speaking negative about us. But hey, I think we should we just develop a sick mentality and use that to our advantage. I'm sure that uh, Mr. Mason. And Mr. Cellini will uh, will put that to good use. Uh, thank you very much, guys. In the meantime, come on, you Spurs. Uh, bless us, bless us, bless us, bless us.